0: gentlemen, it is Sunday night. Got some uh, news to go over tonight, uh, if we can call it that anymore. It's all just state-sponsored propaganda. Anyways, they can call it independent news journalism, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's all state-sponsored and state-approved, so fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, Good evening, Johnny Johnson. You are on profile 38. Uh, let's see, Ryan just, hey, what's up, bud? Let's see, we've got some ad reads to do, notarealpodcast.com, like com. Actually, let's go back to this one. Uh, all, the, all the episodes, being that we recently went through a Facebook Live ban, all the episodes are uploaded to the website directly, like the actual files are uploaded to the website, so you can watch them through a browser on the website. Podcast.com. so if we get nuked again you know it's uh, go go to the website you'll find us there redemption you can use that link right there that one that's on your screen the one that miss kaiser is hopefully getting ready to drop in the comments uh to copy some sweet fucking plate carriers because when i tell you when i read off this first story to you tonight it will make you want to go out and buy a fucking full set of level four plate carriers with anti So, go to redemptiontactical.com to buy that shit. Let's see. What do we got here? We got uh, the third and final, thank God, book of the uh, Royal Green Series, crowned by gold uh, by Jack Casey. Um, I'm legally required to say it's a good book, even though I don't personally think it is, but I'm legally required to say it is. Uh, But I can say with very certainty, uh, fuck Jack Casey. If you'd like to find Mr. Jack Casey on the Instagram, his actual Instagram handle is F Jack Casey. So go find him on uh, Instagram at fuck Jack Casey. The Alaskan Raven for all your meme needs. Go check out the Alaskan Raven on Facebook at Slick Crow. We've got James Tollier. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number 4 dot com. It's people over politics, people helping people, uh, James Hogg is a fantastic human being He's a great guy, great humanitarian Great libertarian uh, An even better neighbor uh, So go help that man out at Ky for kycom That's T-O-L-L-E-R Number 4KY.com Let's see That's all we got Let's see, what else we got here Twitter, uh no Instagram. That's that's his on Instagram too. So he might have changed his Twitter handle too. So it might be Twitter and Instagram. I don't I don't look at other people's handles on Twitter because I barely understand how the fucking thing works. So let's go to the eight one one call before you dig segment. I am not reading off the price of ammo this week for the simple reason that. It's the same fucking price it was like three weeks ago last time I did this show. So, uh, I'm just gonna tell you to call 811 instead of 911. Uh, the federal stats on 811 shooting dogs is zero year after year. There are zero cases of 811 uh, agents shooting dogs, but there are 26 dogs a day shot by cops. So, don't call 911, call 811 because. Burying a body is cheaper than going to trial. Let's see. You can find us on all these platforms. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. We go live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. All right. So we're going to dive depression first into this Telegraph article. Um. I've I've teased it a little bit online. I haven't talked much about it. But it it is entitled, Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. That sounds sus as fuck, doesn't it? That sounds weird. Why are they talking about programming? Well, the article goes on to explain that the Central Bank of England is looking to implement a uh, what is it? What is it? They call it they, a central banking digital currency. CBDC. Uh, so the 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 Bank of England has called on ministers to decide whether a central bank digital currency should be, quote unquote, programmable, ultimately giving the issuer control over how it is spent by the recipient. That sounds fucking horrible and it does not get better. It does not get any bit better. It gets a hundred percent worse the further on into the article you go. Essentially what it outlines is uh, the the push for a, a centralized uh, digital currency so it would be like Bitcoin if the Federal Reserve controlled all of the flow of Bitcoin. And this idea is not just being pushed around by the Bank of England. It's being pushed around by the Federal Reserve. It's being pushed around by uh, pretty much the, the countries that are involved in G7. Their central banks are looking at implementing pretty much a global world currency that is digital. And it gets fucking scary because once they add that programming to it, your employer, or the government can determine how you spend those funds. So if you work for a company that's not, that's not super kosher on firearms, they could ban you from buying guns with the money you acquire from them. Or you could be in a government or in a, in a state that's not super friendly to firearms. They could ban you from buying firearms. Because what this will do is this will replace all physical cash. This will replace the you know coins, dollar bills, everything. There will be no other means of purchasing goods without going to a third-party source. And essentially what this will do is they will <coughs> try to push out all other digital currencies, so Bitcoin, Litecoin,, uh, Bitcoin cash, Litecoin cash, Uh, Doge, uh, one of the other hundred million ones that are out there, Ethereum, they will try to either A, push those out of the market altogether so that they once again have the monopoly on currency, or B, they will ban those currencies outright and say that it will be illegal to use those or at least a fine. Let's see. Once they get everything digital, that helps them set up the social credit system. That's exactly what this is, Johnny. This will be a credit system, uh, a social credit system rivaled only by China's direct social credit system. So, the way essentially this will work is your employer can say, Oh, well, he was a piece of shit this week. He can't buy McDonald's, he has to only buy salads. Like, if you go to the grocery store, and the register rings up, oh, he bought hamburger meat. Oh, he can't, he can't buy that. He can't uh, finish that purchase. You have to remove the hamburger meat before you can make the purchase. And if this sounds like a complete conspiracy theory, it is. It's a complete conspiracy theory. Myself and many others believe that this will come to fruition. However, my rebuttal will be, look at the last three fucking years. Who has been right and who has been wrong? The people who have been wrong have been saying, oh, well, you know, they wouldn't go that far with it. They won't use it to do these things. And then they did. Oh, well, they wouldn't use that to cover this up. They, they you know, that the whole manufacturing lab thing, that's just a conspiracy theory. It wasn't. They are going to push for this so hard because this gives them absolute control over your purchasing power. Right now, they're able to say, oh, if you're under 21, you can't buy alcohol, or if you're under 21, you can't buy tobacco, or you have to meet certain requirements to buy this. They will have the ability to completely block you from completing transactions in the marketplace. 100%. They can snuff out entire industries by just programming the currency to not be accepted there. Imagine if there was a president who was fucking insane and orange or senile and said, I don't like this company over here. They're a bad company. They don't like me. Your currency will no longer be valid at that company. We will not allow you to spend this digital currency at that company. The government has done a lot worse with a lot less to companies, have they not? They have slided the hands of balance in the marketplace for nearly a century or longer. They have played favorites in the market. What's to make you think that they wouldn't ban a digital currency that is programmable from being accepted for example, my pillow, I, I hate the guy. Mike Lindell's a fucking psychopath and an idiot. But does he have a right to exist in the marketplace? Absolutely. Do you have a right to spend your money there? Absolutely. However, should this digital currency exist, should it come to fruition and it's programmable, and the government has the ability to tell you where you can spend it, where you can't spend it? They probably won't do it at first. Because people will be already skeptical of it. They'll be afraid of it at first. So they'll roll it out slowly. And then within 10 years. When everyone's really getting comfortable with it. Oh by the way. uh, You've hit your allowance. for, For fast food for the month. You are no longer allowed. To buy any more McDonald's. You can say I'm crazy. That's fine. That's totally fine. It wouldn't be the first time. But I do want you to I do want you to hear this article as I read through it. Tom Mutton, a director at the Bank of England, so he's completely unbiased, uh, said during a conference on Monday that programming could become a key feature of any future central bank digital currency in which the money would be programmed to released be released. Only when something happened. He said you could introduce programmability. What happens if one of the participants in a transaction puts a restriction on future use of the money? Okay. So what what just because it's talking about right here, he says you have reached your debit card limit for the day or your ATM withdrawal limit? That are those are parameters set out by your bank that most banks you can actually call ahead and say, Hey, I'm gonna spend more than three grand today. So can you up my limit? And they'll be like, Absolutely, spend your freaking money. This is completely different, bud. This is basically your government telling you you cannot buy things, or it's your employer saying you cannot spend your money here, physically blocking you from buying the money or not buying the money, uh, buying a product with your money. This, the, the reason banks, and I don't agree with withdrawal limits or whatever, but the reason banks set these limits is in case you're stupid, or I shouldn't say stupid, in case you stupidly leave your card out somewhere and someone knows your pen and they know how to access the information, they can, it keeps them from being able to withdraw all of your money. Unless they go to the bank, as Jennifer says here. What I'm saying was those were the conditions, conditioning factors implemented. All right, I'm going to go into the article here and then I'll start addressing comments. I'm just going to dive deeper into it. It's it's not a super long article, but it is a... I'll, what I'll do is I'll drop the link for the article in the comments. I ended up paying for the the subscription for the Telegraph because uh, they have a lot of really great articles. I just don't like paying for this shit because I don't like supporting these assholes. But there it is. If you want to read it, read it. It's up to you. Uh, He says, so he says, you could introduce programmability. What happens if one of the participants in a transaction puts a restriction on future use of the money? There could be some societally beneficial outcomes from that. Preventing activity which is seen to be socially harmful in some way, but at the same time could be a restriction on people's freedoms. It shouldn't be, could be seen. It is a restriction on people's freedom. The ability to purchase whatever you want to that does not violate someone else's rights, like, You know, buying a hamburger does not have any reason that the government should have any involvement in that. It is you saying, I want to give you my money for something you have put time and effort into. Please give it to me. There could be some socially beneficial outcomes from that. No, there won't. We have tried to shape society for uh, nearly 100 years with social programming, which are, you know, the war on drugs. You know, prohibition, all of these different laws that we have interacted, um, uh, that we have enacted to shape how we want people to behave, don't work. All this is is a mad grab for power, forcing people into complacency. When you are no longer able to buy things, you are less likely to resist. They want you to be complacent. They want you to understand that they have all the cards, they have all the chips, you are sitting at their table and they run this shit, and there's nothing you can do unless you listen to them. This shit right here will either be the time that we stand up and fight and fight and fight and push back, or we die. When you're no longer able to go to the store and buy food because your social credit score is so shit, they would rather watch you starve to death than to let you buy food for your family. That is fucking horrendous. The government should have zero ability to tell you how you can spend your money. You know who else has the exact amount of opportunity to, to- tell you how much uh, you can spend or what you can spend it on? According to this, your employer could determine what you spend your money on. And as we've seen over the last two years, your employer should not have a right to determine your home life. No employer should have the right to force a mandate uh, to mandate you get a vaccine for employment. No employer should say you can only spend your money in these businesses. Because let me tell you something, a company like Amazon or Google, you know what they'll say? You can only spend your money here. Walmart, same way they will say you can only spend your money here. So the money we're giving you, you can only spend it here. This will only benefit corporations that have the ability to snuff out other competition. When lockdowns came, we seen companies like Amazon and Walmart thrive because no one else could handle the workload or the business that was needed uh, for. For delivery to home groceries or you know curbside pickup on groceries. Small mom and pops are not around anymore or they're not doing well because the government made it possible for Walmart and Amazon to snuff them out. You give a an employee the ability to determine where you can spend your money, it's already over. Most large corporations are just an extension of the federal government at this point in time. And I say most, not all, but most. Yes. Yeah. The, the Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. People, and I've done it. I know people who have told their employer to go fuck themselves. We, we need to start standing up for this stuff. But a lot of people are too scared, especially after the last year. They're too afraid of losing the job because so many people have lost everything. So, to go on, he warned that the government would be required to intervene and make the final decision. No. The government does not have the decision to does not have the right to make the decision as to whether or not your money is programmable. They don't. They don't have that fucking right. Mr. Bunsen said That is a really delicate debate that needs to be had. It is not something we can settle ourselves. That is for the government to lead on. No, it is not. It is for the people to decide on. And even then, I don't think that the majority of people should have the right to decide it. Democracy is just as oppressive as dictatorships. The will of 300 versus one is still oppression. Even if you vote for oppression, it is still oppression. A digital c- currency can make payments faster. Yes, that is true. Cheaper. Yes, also true. And safer for the most part. I won't say always, but for the most part. Uh, but also opens up new technico- technological possibilities. Yes, including programming. No! Effectively allowing a party in a transaction such as a state or an employer to control how the money is spent by the recipient. No, no, no! No programming in your fucking money! Imagine if you went to McDonald's tomorrow and you tried to buy a Big Mac and your dollar bill looked at you and said the government has prevented you from making this transaction and fucking runs off. (sighs) One potential use could be the control over benefit payments, uh, says Sandra Rowe, chief executive of the Global Blockchain Business Council. So what they're talking about is she compared a program digital currency to the U.S. system of paying benefits and vouchers, as it could have similar goal of restricting the recipient to buying only essentials such as food with the money. What they're talking about is welfare or food stamps, preventing you from buying things that aren't uh, approved. We'll say um, as someone who does not support food stamps or welfare or any kind of federal aid to the individual. Uh, get rid of all of it. It doesn't work now. Like food stamps already prevent you from buying certain items. Like when you get that, uh, that fucking debit card, it has certain limitations on what you can buy. When you get like the, the, like in my state, they have WIC, which is women, infant, and children. The WIC program, there are only certain things you can already buy. The problem becomes is when you're not able to buy those specific brands in that store. Because it's not available, so people have to end up driving long distances to get those products in certain rural areas. Because either the store that they are at doesn't carry those products, or they're out and they need those fucking products. The idea, the like, the, the audacity of these people saying that we should control how you spend your money because you're not good enough to do it yourself. The people who are $30 trillion in debt and have a guaranteed income every year are telling you you don't know how to spend your money safely. I will repeat it. The people who are $30 trillion in debt with a guaranteed income every single year are telling you you don't know how to spend your money correctly. She compared a programmed digital currency to the U.S. system of paying benefits and vouchers as it could have a similar goal of restricting the recipient to buying only essentials such as food with the money. So they're also saying you won't be able to buy other shit with your money other than food. Essentially is what that line said. But we'll go on. Earlier this month, Sir John Cunliffe. A deputy governor at the bank said digital currencies could be programmed for commercial or societal purposes, even down to the way children spend pocket money. They're trying to regulate how kids spend money. He told Sky News, you could think of smart contracts in which the money would be programmed to be released only if something happened. You could think of giving your children pocket money, but programming the money so that it couldn't be used for sweets. There is a whole range of things that money could do, programmable money, which we cannot do with the current technology. No! No! If you give your child money, that child will spend the money. Period. I just, I don't. I don't understand how these people are looking at this like it's not a violation of every human right as regarding uh, the economy. The right to free transactions or the right to whatever the fuck it's called when you when you engage in transactions, public commerce, uh, societal contracts on on uh, the. Transfer of goods. <sighs> a Treasury right. spokesman said programmability is a potential feature for a, of a central bank digital currency, the CBDC. The task force is coordinating the exploration of a potential CBDC and no decisions have been made uh, on whether to introduce a CBDC in the UK or its design. Should a central banking digital currency be introduced? That will be horrendous. Should a central banking digital currency be introduced with programmability, that is even worse. It will be the easiest way for governments to shut down opposition or dissension. It'll be the easiest way for them to say, You people who are speaking against us are terrorists and shut off all your fucking money. Because they will 100% tie it to you. Like every dollar you own, they will know how much you have. They will tie it to you personally. And I guarantee you what they'll make you do is sign up with an account with them. With your social security number. Because they love tying your social security number to shit. And then every dollar that you possess, they will know about it. Whether you want them to or not. And then, if they deem you as a as persona non grata, they will shut down every dollar you have, or just take it. You won't have to worry about paying taxes because they'll just fucking take it. They won't have to go through a warrant system or subpoenas or anything like that. They'll just yank those dollars out of your bank account, and you can get fucked. Giving them more power is not good. Giving them the ability. To regulate our money was horrendous. And we've seen that after $30 trillion in debt and inflation that is killing people right now. We should not give them the ability to physically shut off your currency. We should not give them the ability to physically shut off your currency. Anyways on politico's article here uh so for anyone who hasn't been watching the senate confirmation hearings uh for uh what is her name she uh judge brown uh yep brown jackson miss jackson yeah miss yeah judge jackson there we go um The stupidity that has come out of this hearing by, from the Republicans is just as stupid as the the hearings that we've seen for Kavanaugh and uh, I, We just covered her, the Amy Comey Barrett. The behavior from the Democrats over Amy Comey Barrett was just as stupid. These Senate confirmation hearings are for Judge Jackson. She's a highly qualified judge with many years on the bench. And she has made a lot of good decisions. She has made bad decisions. You know who else has done that? Every judge on the planet because they make shit decisions sometimes. Yes, Jesus fucking Christ. What is a woman? She was asked to define what is a man and what is a woman. Holy fuck. But at least, at least they haven't accused her of rape yet. And then she brought out a bunch of witnesses that claim that the accuser is full of shit and then doubled down that she is a rapist. But no, they're asking her, They're at, the Republicans are asking her fantastic questions like, what is a woman? Or, uh, do you believe in God? Or, uh, does this picture... Uh, look like they're teaching kids about sex. the The entire confirmation hearing has been the dumbest shit, and it, just like every other confirmation hearing we've seen recently, it is the dumbest display of why we should have no government. I mean, it's it's, it's the greatest example of why we shouldn't have government. It is. It really is. These are the people that we claim are our leaders. And they're asking the most outrageous, outlandish, dumbest fucking questions that they could ask someone. If I walk into an interview and you ask me what is a woman, I am standing up and walking the fuck out. I don't care how much money you pay me because I instantly know that you are not people worth working for and you're a fucking idiot. Because if you think this isn't an interview... This is exactly what it is. It is 100% a job interview, in which case they will turn around and vote whether or not to confirm Ms. Jackson. Judge Jackson. One senator actually, if I remember correctly, actually said the problem with this is that there's too many cameras. We shouldn't have cameras during these confirmation hearings i fucking bet you would say that you you know i don't think my employer should be able to film me either i don't think the people who decide whether i keep my job should be able to see me at work either i think they should just take my word for it that i'm doing a great job let's see and this will be this this article starts off talking about cory booker so be prepared for uh Some dumb shit, too. Senate confirmation hearing outrageous and beyond the pale, Booker says. The New Jersey Democrat said the legitimacy of the court has been damaged by confirmation hearing tactics. Yeah. Some of which you were a part of there, bud. Senator Cory Booker said Sunday that some lines are questioning by Republicans during the Senate confirmation hearings for Judge... uh, Katani Brown Jackson last week were sad. Big sad. He got he's got the big sads. It's no doubt that some Republicans were on the offensive during the hearings. But that's a it <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna do it. Uh, It's no doubt that some Republicans were on the offensive during the hearings. If they were on the offensive, their offensive strategy was modeled after Vladimir Putin's offensive strategy in the Ukraine. It was so piss poor and terrible that I don't think anyone believed that it was a real assault. If this is what we call a Republican offensive, we don't have to worry about another Republican president. If this is like the masterminds of the Republican Party, uh, it's it, they're kindergartners. That's that they're top of the kindergarten class. They they called her a poo poo head. They they said her mom stank. Though that's the the that's the offensive that the Republicans put out. They suck at making other people look stupid because. They always seem to make themselves look fucking stupid. Like, they make themselves look incredibly dumb. (sighs) It's no doubt that some Republicans were on the offensive during the hearings. Senator Ted Cruz from Texas asked Jackson if she believed babies could be racist. Oh, God. And I hate this name. I hate saying this name. This evil woman. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee, called on her to define the words woman. Senator Lindsey Graham pressed her about her religious beliefs. Tennessee Republicans are so fucking amazing. We need you to explain what woman is. What we saw through this week was, to me, outrageous and beyond the pale, a very different than what I've witnessed in my short times in the Senate and seeing three different confirmation hearings. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, Mr. I am Spartacus said, what we saw this week was, to me, outrageous and beyond the pale and very different than what I've witnessed in my short time in the Senate, seeing three different confirmation hearings. The guy who called Brett Kavanaugh a serial rapist on the grounds of no evidence just because his party would benefit from not passing, uh, Justice Kavanaugh, says... Asking her what a woman is or about God is worse than calling someone a rapist on live television and having it run as a headline for weeks on end. I do feel bad for Ms. Jackson or Judge Jackson because she is a highly qualified judge and I'm sure she would make a great addition to the corrupt court. I mean, the Supreme Court. Uh. But when you have liars and sociopaths such as Cory Booker Booker saying that the line of questionings from the Republicans is worse than the Democrats have done the last two confirmation hearings is fucking hilarious. It's, it is outlandish at best, the simple fact that he thinks that this is worse. At least no one's called her a racist. Uh, let's see What some of my colleagues did was just sad, frankly. It is sad. The fact that we do any of this shit is sad. The fact that we called her a, a, a ninny Muffin poopoo head is stupid. Booker, who has vocalized his support for Jackson said her temperament through this questioning is indicative of her, her character. Remember when Justice Kavanaugh, because of his composure, just showed that he was an aggressor and a rapist and a monster. She sat there and just listened to stupidity. She's a hero. Kavanaugh sat there and broke down on television because they were accusing him of rape. He's a rapist. He did it. That's why he's crying. We are all shitty actors in a shitty movie with a shitty plot line. Much like this show, it is a shitty story about uh, being shittily read by some shitty guy on a shitty show. It's all shitty. If we're in a simulation, but it's a shit one it is a it is it is a torture simulation. it is not for pleasure it is this this is a torture simulation. Booker also added that she's gone through a judicial confirmation process before to serve on d c circuit court. And none of these tactics were used then by lawmakers. No, because there weren't as many cameras and there wasn't political hate to be made because nobody pays attention to the D.C. Circuit Court. We've seen the legitimacy of the court really suffer partly as a result of the tactic that we've seen going on in the Senate. Yes. But it's not just the Republicans. So that that whole statement was correct. We've seen the legitimacy of the court really suffer partly as a result of the tactic that we've seen going on in the Senate. Yes. Because when it is no longer about right or wrong, what is constitutional and what is not, and it becomes about party factionality or collectivism, the legitimacy of the court has died. Uh, I am not a coroner, but I will determine the body to be deceased. The idea that the Supreme Court is about right and wrong anymore is it's incorrect. I've said that it is before, but it's not. It really isn't. The Supreme Court is about one thing and one thing only anymore. It is about packing the motherfucker so full of whoever you want in there that you can just ramrod people's rights right up their ass. It's the only thing that was left to defend right and wrong, to defend rights for the people in this country because we know that the people won't do it anymore. The Supreme Court was the last stronghold. The last bastion of you know defense for human rights in the United States at a at any kind of governmental level has been has been molested and twisted into this bipartisan, just monster. This is why we see bills being authorized and rammed through the Supreme Court that shouldn't be going and being approved by the Supreme Court But are anyways. Uh, we've seen the legitimacy of the court really suffer partly as a result of the taxes that we've seen going on in the Senate. He said she was already appointed to the D.C. Circuit Court, which may uh, which many people call the second most powerful court in our land, and none of this came out. I have literally never heard anyone call the D.C. Circuit Court uh, the second most powerful court in our land. Because you know what the, the most powerful court in the United States is? The court of public opinion. Once your perception in the news and in, in general American public has been destroyed, it's already over. It doesn't matter what you do for the rest of your life. Michael Jackson will be the guy who diddled kids. Secondly, he'll be the guy who wrote Thriller and beat it and Billie Jean. But firstly, he will always be the guy who diddled kids, whether he did or not. OJ will be the guy who, by all evidence, killed his wife. And then drove a fucking Ford Bronco away. It's, I mean... It does. The largest court in the United States is public, you know, the court of public opinion. The second highest court will be the Supreme Court. And the third court is whatever court Judge Judy's in. That, and it's, it is that, that, those three orders. People care more about what Judge Judy's saying this week than the Supreme Court does in a lot of ways. But the Supreme Court actually has some level of authority. Whereas Judge Judy is a TV show that has some kind of authority but more people know who judge duty is than they know more i can say more people can identify who judge duty is than than can identify who clarence thomas is i'll say that much uh so yeah so i would say dc circuit court is not even close to like the top five because nobody fucking cares but yeah sure we can say whatever Booker also defended Democrats' challenges to Supreme Court candidates in the past who had been nominated by president of the opposite party. Republicans last week argued that their questioning of Jackson was nowhere near as rough or problematic as that used by Democrats in uh, some recent hearings, particularly Brett Kavanaugh in 2018. Uh... knuckle-draggers one night, a collection of the elite bad actors. They just got the Clinton treatment. So, did they get, like, off from the marketplace? I don't look at that. There were extraordinary realities in Kavanaugh's hearing that demanded, I'm sorry, extraordinary realities And the Kavanaugh hearings that demanded that to be as contentious as it was and was not just allowing it to go through with these extraordinary sorts of realities coming to the floor and being investigated, he noted. As we've seen, almost all the evidence brought in the Kavanaugh hearing was bullshit. The key accuser, the one person that we can all name, Christine Blazy Ford, was called out as a liar and full of shit by even the people she said were her good friends, even in college, when this allegedly happened, said, we have no recollection of neither the party nor of this event taking place. Everyone who's testified supposedly on her behalf said don't know what you're talking about, bro. So it is once again this political theater of uh, left versus right. And it's, it's it's all a sad joke, right? It, it's all a sad joke. But at the end of the day, the punchline is us. We are the punchline. We, we get shit on every day because of it. I give less of a fuck about what Republicans want to, what dumb questions they want to ask the Supreme Court nominee. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court will continuously uh, push out gun, uh, anti-gun uh, law legislation. They won't defend gun rights as much as they can. As much as they can avoid it, they will. Uh, let's see. So one more article uh, we're going to cover real quick. It's about Ukraine. Shocker, I know. But we're on uh, World War Three Day uh, eighty-six. It's World War Three Day number Day eighty-six. Um, Ukraine will be willing to be neutral says Russia wants to split nation. Uh, in Ukraine, Rudus is reporting, Ukraine is willing to become neutral and compromise over the status of the eastern Donbass region as part of a peace deal. President Vladimir Zelensky, Zelensky said on Sunday, even as another top Ukraine official accused Russia of aiming to carve the country in two. Yes, that would actually make sense because what a lot of people have long speculated is that uh, Russia will ultimately not be able to make the push into Kiev and knock off Zelensky. And so they will retreat and then take the land bridge uh, to uh, Crimea. They'll, they'll capture that whole region and say, this is what we wanted all along and try to save face to its people and to the world stage, which at this point, if you think Russia could have taken Crimea, or I'm sorry, not Crimea, but uh, uh, Kiev quickly, you're incorrect, Mundo. There, Hondo. Zelensky took his message directly to Russian journalists in a video call that the Kremlin preemptively warned Russian media not to report. That the Kremlin preemptively warned Russian media not to report. Just, I'm going to put a word on the screen here from Mr. Just Because. <clears throat> His word is removed. Uh, let me read this one more time. The Kremlin preemptively warned Russian media not to report. And the word of the day is removed. Saying any agreement must be guaranteed by third parties and put to a referendum. Security guarantees and yeah, okay. Security guarantees and neutrality. Non nuclear status of our state. We are ready to go for it, he said, speaking in Russian. But even as Turkey is set to host talks this week, Ukraine's head of military intelligence, I'm not reading that name, said Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin was aiming to seize the eastern part of Ukraine, which would be where Crimea is. In fact, it is an attempt to create North and South Korea in Ukraine, he said, referring to the division of Korea after World War II. Zelensky has urged the West to give Ukraine tanks, planes, and missiles to help fend off Russian forces. In a call with Putin on Sunday, Turkish President Erdogan agreed to hold talks this week with Istanbul and called for a ceasefire and better humanitarian conditions. His office said Ukrainian and Russian negotiators confirmed that in-person talks would take place. Top American officials sought on Sunday to clarify that the United States does not have a policy of regime change in Russia after President Joe Biden said at the end of a speech in Poland on Sunday that Putin cannot remain in power. That was funny. Yeah, I remember that one. That was Jesus. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Belinsky said Biden had had simply meant Putin could not be in power to wage war. That's not what he fucking said. He said Putin cannot remain in power. Basically, looking at the CIA, winking and nodding to the CIA like, hey, he cannot remain in power. Uh, has said that Biden has simply meant Putin cannot be empowered to wage war uh, against Ukraine or anywhere else. After more than four weeks of conflict, Russia has failed to seize any major Ukrainian city signal, uh, any major Ukrainian city and signal on Friday, it was scaling back its ambitions to focus on securing the uh, Donbas region where Russian backed separatists have been fighting the Ukrainian army for the past eight years. A local leader in the self-proclaimed Luhansk People's Republic said on Sunday the region could not uh, could soon hold a referendum on joining Russia, just as happened in Crimea after Russia seized the Ukrainian peninsula in 2014. Crimeans voted overwhelmingly to break with Ukraine and join Russia—a vote that much of the world refused to recognize. Uh, Bundov predicted Ukraine's army would repel Russian forces by launching a guerrilla warfare o- offensive. Uh, then there will be one relevant scenario left for the Russians how to survive, he said. Re- Ukraine's foreign ministry spokesperson also dismissed talk of any referendum in eastern Ukraine. All fake referendums in their temporarily occupied territories are null and void and will have no legal vo- uh, validity. Elect- No, Clinto told told Reuters. So yeah, um, he goes on to talk about it. As I said before, uh, the Ukrainian people have a very corrupt government, but I still support the people who want to remain Ukrainian to defend the Ukraine that they want, even if it's corrupt as shit. They still have that right. They have the right to defend whatever whatever bullshit government they want to have. They're fucking right. Anyways, uh long story short, we're all fucked and it's a shitty movie with shitty actors and a shitty plot line. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I will say I appreciate all you turning out tonight. Um, I'm just glad to be back on Facebook, even though we probably won't be here much longer anyways, because, hey, they can just, just like the government with future digital currency, they can just shut you off anytime they want. So, And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate all of you. Good night, good liberty, and you are not a real libertarian. It's still the network. I can still say it. Peace.